Hey, we're back with another episode of Protection from Noob with yours truly, Lennox. And once again, I'm joined by Chad. Hello. And Greg. Hello. We're back with a very special episode of Protection from Noob uh, for two reasons. One, Protection from Noob has now reached double figures. Woo! High fives! Woo! Yay! Yay! Woohoo! It's also a special podcast because it's our first on ccgtradepost.com, a brand new host. They're doing a bit of a push going from just their niche with uh, the trades and they're also having some blogs up there and uh, obviously they're hosting the podcast. Uh, so go over there, check it out because, you know, they sponsor one of your top 10 favourite podcasts. So um, go over there, check it out. Tutorial to get you started. Uh, and basically you just make an account and you can add cards and they set you up for trades. Awesome. Kind of like a dating agency for your magic cards. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on. Mm-hmm. We'll get started with the spoilers. That's what we're all here yeah, for. That's what we're all geared up for. Um, as always, we're going to be going from uh, mtgsalvation.com spoiler and then uh, we'll head over to the Gathering Magic spoiler afterwards, I think, for any that we've missed, because obviously they put in speculative. Yep. And uh, they're a little bit quicker with their updates. Um, so we'll go through. Uh, we did another podcast a couple of episodes ago where we just talked about spoilers. And uh, we'll go through and we'll skip the ones we've already talked about, unless we have anything to add. Nope. Um, so yeah, let's just dive right in. Woohoo! Splash! <laughs> I'm not going to put sound effects in there. Not after last week's. Uh, okay, starting with white, everyone's favourite or fourth favourite colour. Um, <laughs> a, a Johnny Goldmane. Well, this confirms that the, s- the standard planeswalkers are all back in, doesn't it? Yep. Uh, well, that doesn't confirm that they're all in, but we'll get to well, that Well, I like to think it does, but yes, I see your point. Um, okay, so Johnny Goldmane, everyone knows what this does. This was confirmed because it's they token. had... Yeah, they had the tokens up on Arcana, mm. and... This was one of them. Uh, thoughts? Unexciting? Uh, I like Goldmane, though. It was obvious mm. it was going to be in from seeing the common and uncommon cycle. They weren't going to put Vengeance in. No, yeah. that's true. And it's no. not going to be able to spare. I doubt he was going to get a new one. No. I'd like to have uh, seen... Uh, Elspeth? Yeah. I've forgotten her name, then. <laughs> I was going to say Eleanor. Never mind. I'd like to, I'd like to you see You'd like Elspeth. to see her so bad you don't remember her name. <laughs> no, I'm like that with all my ladies. God. But, um... <laughs> Nice to have seen her just for a bit of a change, really. But um, yeah. like you said, I think also to reduce her price a bit. But yeah. that's going to happen anyway with the the versus packs out, yeah. isn't it? But I think it's quite clear that wasn't going to happen when the f- some of the first cards spoiled were Johnny's mantra, mantra, and his mantra and pride mate, and his and pride, pride mate. mate. Yeah. So the first new um, white card alphabetically is that we haven't spoken about is Angelic Arbiter, mm-hmm. yep. I believe, which uh, is. 7 mana 5 sick it's 5 and a white white it flies being there's an angel and it says each opponent who casts a spell this turn can't attack with creatures and each opponent who attacked with creatures this turn can't cast spells this is confirmed as the rare in the white pre-release box set isn't it pre-con your pre-con box yeah. set yeah. yeah intro deck so that's never going to make it above $2 for um, an English true. pound don't know you see cards like um, Malakir Blood Witch or Revelark and things like that. Yeah, they, they were good. Was Revelark in the core set? Uh, in a in a in a theme pre-con, deck. yeah. Oh, cool. But you sound like you sound like you were saying that it's not going to be above two quid because 
you said dollars again, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be up two quid because it's in a prequel. You say because it's yeah, because it's because it's all oh, right. Well, I shall add because it it's rubbish. Why is it rubbish? <laughs> I don't get. Oh, uh, you mum. just set him up. That's not fair. Yeah, why is it rubbish? Um, that's okay. It's a five, six, why is, why five, is it seven. You said it was. I don't say it was rubbish. Each opponent who can't cast a oh, spell. Oh, not on the mic, it didn't. <laughs> um, it seems okay, but I think creatures are better than this nowadays. Yeah. Its ability is pretty <laughs> Shuts good. Shuts down Bloodbred Elf. No more haste for you. It's pretty good. Um, it's okay. Yeah, it's largely unexciting. I feel. Great art though. It's one saving grace. I feel it's got nice art on it. Um. Sad isn't it when the only thing you can say about a card is it's got nice art. I know we're probably underrating this card a little bit. A limited bomb, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's five power and it has flying. Um, Assault Griffin, have we talked about this one? I don't think we have, yes. Yeah, we did. Uh, Next one's Dare Judgment, really. Dare Judgment. Mm, not uh, impressed with Dare Judgment back, really. I don't understand why it's. Well, I understand why it's in the core set. I'd understand it was in a core set For if they were years. like they were before. Mm. Yeah. But because it cycles the same si- time as Zendikar, um, block. Zendikar block, it seems a bit irrelevant. Yeah. Especially now if it was to you know, to fill a slot, that would make sense if it was common or uncommon. Like yeah. Golden Tunnel, for instance, like you can see why he's there. Yeah. This just doesn't make any sense really. Mm. So rare. Though I'm still happy that it means the cost of them will go down a bit probably and there's another well, chance to the pick moment. them up. Eight pounds? Probably eight, ten pounds. Um, that's annoying though because I got to replace it. I don't really want their price to go down. No. Yeah. Well, you know, I do. Okay. After that, we've got Inspired Charge, uh, four mana, instant creatures you control get plus two plus one until end of turn. That's a common. I think that's interesting to note. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me a bit of Swell of Courage from Morning Tide. That was that was the first card when I sort of looked at it. It's like, wow, if you open this, you've really got to think about this card. And that was an uncommon. This is a common. It's like um, that trumpet one. Trumpet blast. Yeah, mm. in M10. Um, not it's, much. I mean, it's fine. About. It's uh, it doesn't give them any sort of evasion or anything. So it's not as exciting right. as like saying windboard charge or something that you've had recently. If you've given yeah. it flying, um, would have been good. It is instant though, so it's good to be able to swing in know that they're not blocking and then blast them out so I mean I yeah. think it's fine it's a bit early to say without drafting the set if it should make a 40 card deck but mm. uh, I think uh, I think I'd definitely play this in if you're playing a white weenie-ish sort of deck then yeah I think you will I think if I'm playing a deck that's got things like a Silcoat Lion a Chinese Pride Mate going up to Baneslayer Angel and Sarah Angel and stuff I'd play it um, yeah, I, I think it's really strong. There's a limited. Mm. Probably not bomb, but... Well, I mean, it's no giant growth. Uh, not giant growth, I know... Um, so it's better overrun, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's no overrun. It, but it's it's um, Trumpet Blast. Trumpet Blast wasn't trumpet overrun, but it would help you win in red. Yeah, but how much did you play it? I, I played that quite a lot. It's a finisher, isn't it? You get... You get two guys in unblocked and you deal four damage. I think the fact it's uncommon is quite important. Uh, sorry, the fact it's, it's a common, common rather than uncommon. Hmm? You're going to see more of them. 
So you have to be a bit more aware of them than the you would something like Overrun. And it's instant. Um, next one after that new one is Rock Egg. Mm. Runs with Rook Egg quite a lot from Arabian Nights. <laughs> really? Yeah. Both eggs. Both, both birds. Rock eggs. <laughs> Just spelled slightly differently. <laughs> it's a... No, I don't know. It's a three-mana not through defender when it dies, but a 3-3 three, three bird with flying is play. I like Essentially it. a three-mana 3-3 three, three with flyer. Yeah. Uh, gets a little bit to get there, but it's just a fog. Mm-hmm. You're being on the ground and creature. annoying for a bit. It's still pretty good. Mm. Yeah, you just block a guy, and then it's like, oh, it puts him in a difficult position. I mean, I just like the flavour. I think that's the the main thing I push with this card. It's very fun. Yeah, mm. it's cool. And uh, you, would you play? It, you wouldn't play it in constructed. Would you play it in limited? I would. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's two for one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, not really. It's not two for one. Well, you get two if you take them out. You, you no, but it's not. How's your zero power guy gonna kill something? I feel like we're being mean. I'm being mean. Yeah, well, I you are. Really? I'm trying not to be no, mean. No, no, we're trying to educate you. This isn't a two for one because you, you play the card. Well, sorry. And then. And, unless they. Two blockers. Unless they aim a lightning bolt at it. If they kill it with removal, then. Um, They're stupid. They two for one themselves. Then they. Yeah, it's a two for one. <laughs> Other than that. <laughs> Unless you can give it equipment, like uh, one we'll come to later, if you can give it pump its power, this will be fine with um, Inspired Charge yeah. on the block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, it's a defender. You what are you going to do? Push the egg down the hill. Whoa! I'm an egg. No, what you do is you put it on a chariot. Yeah. On the last set. Yeah, because it's. <laughs> Not in draft, obviously, because you're cheating. Like we have just come out of a Defender's Matter set. I don't think any Defender's Matter cards other than. Overgrown battlements are making it through to constructed, are they? You mean Wall of Omens, though, yeah? Mm-hmm. No, no, Wall of Omens is a defender, but it's not a defender's matters card. Overgrown battlements is defender's matter because it gives you chance. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh, yeah, sure, more okay. defense you have. Um, so, yeah, I don't think <laughs> your overgrown battlements will give you an extra green mana when you have this guy. It only costs two. Hey. No, they're they like, oh, yes, I need that mana now, and then they're going to bolt it. <laughs> oh, no. But then you got free free. Um, well, it is the two for one then. So passage we've done. Uh, Sarah Ascendant. I quite like this. Yeah. Is this because you're going to put it in your that the deck we can't mention the ninety nine card? Yes, almost deck. certainly. They want us to do that old movie where people get their heads chopped off. That that format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost certainly. Um, yeah. So it's a one mana one one with life link, mm, and if you have thirty more life, it's a f- it gets plus five plus five mm. and has flying. So, in normal constructed play, it's a definition of win more. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. Don't think it's constructed worthy. Nope. Because uh, if, you, cause if, you've, hit, be if you've got the life back from the life thing, you've already hit the Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's pretty duff and limited, if I'm honest. So, I like it for only one format, and I'm not allowed to talk about that, so I'll move on. I yeah. will open them and trade them immediately. It's oh, not yeah. playable in draft or sealed. It's not playable in constructed at a tier 1 level arguably not a tier 2 level so it's only been designed for one purpose really isn't it yeah this is a casual card mm-hmm. and so we'll next, talk um, no more of it next we have Squadron Hawk which was up last time we cast but we didn't talk about it do we not no I'm pretty sure this went up just yeah, after yeah. our cast you sure yeah it went up bef- it's been up for a while we, it went up after we recorded but before we 
I thought it was like that long. Right. Isn't this quite broken? Is no. this one that this isn't this as is good as people think it is? If you're really stupid, I think. I okay, so for those that haven't actually seen it, it's one and a white for a one-one flyer. When it enters the battlefield, search your library for up to three more squadron hawks. Reveal them, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. Um, this card isn't as great as people think it is. Um, it reminds me a lot of Core Skyfisher in oh, the way that, that people much better. in mm. the way that people like. Oh, I can play uh, Core Skyfisher and bounce it, and then play it again and rebuy my Venge Vines. People in this are like, oh yeah, I'll play Squadron Hawk and mm. then play it. But uh, I'd rather just run another. Then something. you end up with loads of overcosted one-one flyers, and this is the problem with it. Yeah, like one-one flyers worth like one mana. Drawing th- like drawing three cards is good, but you've got to have something to do with those cards. So I guess as Venge uh, as um sorry as lightning protection they're okay but again they're not as good as a venge vine <laughs> for <laughs> protecting yourself from lightning um, or something else that we get to later oh yeah yeah um, I don't think this like just having three extra cards in your hand you've got to be able to do something uh, without going into details I just think card advantage is outdated and this just shows why it is mm. if you ask me just having three cards in your hand isn't that great when all they're going to be doing is giving you <laughs> yeah. so essentially this is going to give you a um, spectral possession for six mana yeah. so I'd rather do you play this guy limited though yeah I think I play this guy limited yeah I think it's fine the evasion is good and then when I get my other two I'll probably have another two squadron hawks and then swing I play inspired charge and I hit him for six pow <laughs> that's t- that's that's the beatdown. That is the beatdown. But of course, or I could just use them to chump block while my wild griffin gets in for twice as much. I think it's fine. In limited, it's playable as long as you've got sort of multiple copies. Um, but yeah, I don't see this. I see this cropping up in a lot of decks to begin with and then quickly disappearing. Yeah. As people who don't test properly, they will like play a couple of games and then test actually at the event. Yeah. We'll be running this. Um, Stormfront Pegasus is back. We didn't talk about this last time, did we? No, we didn't. It's two mana, two one flyer. Mm, very efficient, good limited. Um, so it costs the same as Bond Squadron Hawk, and it gets in for the damage of two. Woo! <laughs> uh, Our uh, blue white. Uh, flyers deck that we expect to be able to draft is uh, looking like it's definitely four. still draftable. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But white's getting more in the way of the flyers because it's got the I, c- I still can't remember what the other one's called the three two for four in M ten which was blue that's now in white in M eleven. Yeah, yeah. So white's Drake got a it? bit more of the share of the flyers. Yeah, it was the Drake as I recall? Yeah. Um, yeah. Greg, do you want to introduce one? Vengeful Archon? Vengeful Archon is four and three white. uh, Rare, flying. It's got an ability of X. Prevent the next X damage that will be dealt to you this turn. If damage is prevented this way, Vengeful Archon deals that much damage to target player. And it's a 7-7. So effectively, it's almost like... um, Reminds me of reverse damage to a certain degree. Uh, Angelic 
was the one from Vile's sort of <coughs> Angelic Guardian. That was very good, enjoyed that. So, nice little ability. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's just a solid bomb. ability on a solid, uh, a solid limited bomb. Yeah, it's definitely a big bad rare bomb for your, uh, your limited. Um, yeah, yeah you yeah. got to be heavy white. Um, but even the, even yeah, heavy. I mean, like fifty fifty deck still. When you get to turn seven, you have you, have you should hopefully seven. have three white out by that point, shouldn't you? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, sort of a first pickable. Um, well, I think so. I definitely. I would. I don't know. But that's just my drafting style. Hmm. Yeah, big ass. I rare. probably, I probably would. Yeah, me too. Eighty, seventy-eight percent of the time, probably first pick it. Yeah, unless there's a lightning bolt in the pack. <laughs> <laughs> lightning bolt, or doom blade. I don't right pick over it, just because I'm a very reactive drafter. Oh yes, quite agree. Actually, no, no, that's, that's I, a lie. I, well, you might do, but I wouldn't, because I think lie. I want to be blue white flies if I go by M10 drafting. M10 drafting, you wanted to be mono black. Did you? Yeah. I didn't. I no started problem. doing that, and then when I went online, I started, dra- I started drafting that festival, and I was doing okay. But I started drafting blue white, and I just never lost a match. Well, I, I did, but like, not very <laughs> many. I like, went 3 out and 2-1 like every every draft over them. Yeah, I feel I've had time to think about it, and yes, I would take this over Lightning Bolt and Doom Blade. <laughs> because at the end of the day, I can just then go into black and red afterwards. And if they like, but Lightning Bolt's not very good, because you like. Tap free mana or whatever, and you defend that damage. Yeah, or is it to you though? Is it to you or your permanence? <laughs> it's uh, to you, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's oh, to you. Oh damn! But he doesn't care. Seven seven. It's not him. Seven seven um, seven. Yeah, actually, the more I look at this, the more <laughs> I'm gonna say, yeah. You know what? I will take this mm. first pick over most things in the set. Um, war piece. War priest of Thune. I like this card. Yes. <laughs> it's yet another card that makes Silvercoat Lion completely redundant. Yeah, yeah. Because this is a he's a one and a white for a oh, two yeah. two. I would see you would even play this guy who was two. Isn't and a it distinctly a much better? Is it Solidity Priest? Is it or something? Whatever it was, or Monk Realist, wasn't it? It's or it's a lot like Kami of whatever the destroyed charmant ancient Kami <laughs> of ancient law ancient law yeah, yeah but you have to sack that don't you yeah yes. so that's what I mean this guy's yeah. like that except I mean you have to play. play reactive but when did you really ever play Kami of ancient law waiting for the to play enchantment to get killed you never really played that as a seal you always played it as a yeah. disenchant this is like that except the 2-2-6 two, two, round it's awesome I like um yeah that's it for white does anyone have anything to add on white is there um, I'm happy. Lots of good flies. Yep. yep. And the commons and uncommons. And then the rares. Um, some some big scary angels. angels. Base is back. Ajani's in there still. Okay. Um, moving on to blue. Um, did we talk about Azure Drake last time? I don't think we did. Okay. Uh, Azure Drake. Three in a blue. Uh, two four flyer. That's a reprint. I don't think we covered it last time. Nope. Uh, d- yeah, just another common creature for the blue white sky dark type. Nothing exciting. No. Uh, next, cool to mind. Two I like blue. Well. Just cool. return target instant or sorcery back to your hand. Yeah, it does from your yeah, yeah. Sorcery speed. Yeah. Um, mm. Not too exciting, but it's something no, like that it. can return time warp while they're both in standard together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's more. It's more interesting than Mnemonic War in a way. 
Mm. You know, in the monocle is the same but with a body. Just because it being cheaper is actually much more relevant than the zero four body. I don't know, it depends what the jet is trying to do. Mm. Win the game. Yeah, but I think having the mnemonic wall is more relevant when you have um, Cool Automaton, because Cool Automaton can return it. <laughs> I'd so play this them. if we draft, if we play Blue Red or something in mm. draft as well, because it'll be a yeah, bit like surreal memoir, like but not random. Yeah. Surreal um, memoir obviously rebound as he got to do two, and it was pretty rude because of that, but. Yeah, so in terms of limited play, this obviously is highly dependent on what else you have. If you've got the lightning bolt like in your pack and you've got another one later, you you might want to say this. Mm. Yeah, well if you've got a couple you can have like a lightning bolt and a four C or something. And maybe we probably need three or four solid playables. Yeah. Um but yeah, if you've got them there it's your twenty third card. Mm. Blue and red are the spell colours, so that's the reason I immediately say blue red. I mean, yeah, yeah. before anybody thinks, oh yeah, I can return my... Doomblade. Yeah, my Doomblade, so of course you can. Uh, I'm not saying you can't, but... I mean, blue red is the archetype that this would most likely fit into. If you look at cards like Sir Memoir and Demonic Wall themselves, that's an archetype in uh, the current draft format, uh, Rise of Eldrazi. And that's because you'll be playing burn spells and some draw spells. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, what have we done? We talked about Conundrum Sphinx. Uh, the more that I've seen this over the past week since we last podcasted, the less excited I am about Conundrum Sphinx. Mm. I have this down as overrated. Playable, mm. but yeah. overrated. I think there's a lot you could do with it. I, I think it's fighting for the same slot as Jace and a lot of other four drops. Um, really I disagree good. with fights with Jace. I think he wants to be played with Jace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, but I mean in the with four drop slot. Brainstorming. Yeah. yeah. He's fights over the same mana cost like when you want to drop him. And um, I think as far as win cons go there's better, there's better Gideon Sphinx, and then there's better Angel. Angels. Yeah. Mm. There's just better big flyers to win with mm. and I think he fights with too many guys in his he doesn't Manica. put them into your play, does he put them into your hand, doesn't he, if I remember? Yeah, yeah, well, with a bit of library manipulation or a bit of luck, he yeah, draws you your card. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, so... Yeah. Also, you don't want to be swinging with this guy it, when your opponent has Jace out. So if your opponent's got the Jace and you're like, oh, brilliant. Yeah, a lot worse than the mirror, I can see that, yeah. Um, yeah you get so some other kind of decks, it's interesting, because you get a bit of information on what they're going to be drawing. Um, yeah. Or they have drawn. Uh, uh, no, it puts on the bottom of the library. So you don't see what's coming up. Oh, no. So. <laughs> is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. I, did, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. true. Um, well, if they draw it, you know what they've got. No, that's yeah. not so interesting, though, is it? Mm. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> playable, <laughs> but overrated. What it would do is put you in actually worse situation. Because you'll make the assumption that they're not going to draw that card that they've just put in the bottom of the library. And... You know what will happen. They'll be two of the same card next to each other. <laughs> We're like, it's fine. He, the Doom Blade went to the bottom. I'm alright. Oh, he drew another Doom Blade. Um, mm. Yeah, Leyline of Anticipation. Should we talk about these in a cycle at the end? Yeah. Or do you want to talk about the one on one as we sort of talk about them? Yeah, no, we'll talk about them in a cycle. I'm, um, I'm loving, quite liking the, the Leylines. I'm glad they're back. I miss them from Guild Pact. I think they're really well, good. Only one of them's a reprint. Well,. Well, yeah, Leyline of the Void is arguably the best yeah. one. Well, the idea but is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I like the Leylines. Yeah, I mean, idea. The, the, I think these are, I think all the other ones that aren't the reprint are probably better than the ones that were in Guild Pack. Really? Oh, sorry, you mean 
the blue ones better than the old one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The blue one in this is better than the old blue one. I forget what the old um, blue one did, but I like unlike it. It made all non-land permanents legendary. Right, got you. So you can only have one of each, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was, I guess, them probably homing back to Kamigawa a little bit. <laughs> yes. Probably a little more blocks of um, interblocks energy, maybe that. Yeah. You the idea? But it's not very exciting. No, no. it it stopped tokens mainly. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess it held out Simic, but that's ironic because Simic is blue. Yeah. <laughs> Still, um, we're talking about old format. Well, extended, I guess now, but. It's not an extend anymore. I know. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> legacy and let's be honest, overextended. I'm about eighty percent sure that that's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's so many other ones. The next one. Okay. We haven't actually said what lane iron of anticipation does. Well, we just four mana. Obviously, if it's in your opener, you play it for free. You can cast non-land cards as they add flash. There's a Veldkanori with leyline tagged onto it. Is it Warbob? Veldkanori. Yes. To me, it's Teferi in a box, sort of. More or less. I know it doesn't do your opponent can't play instance, but you know. yeah, it, that's what it made me first think. It also doesn't give because that only made creatures have flash, wasn't it? But Veldkan Ori is actually this. It's a four mana artifact. Okay, this is in Charmant. Veldkan Ori. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a four mana artifact with you may play non land cards anytime you can play an instant. But obviously, it's been edited to as a flash. This is basically it, but you can play it for naught mana. In your opener, mm-hmm. and exciting gives you another one for casual. I don't think I it's like it. Is it good in the blue control mirror? In the mirror, maybe. Mm. But I think it's, it's also sideboard. got the potential to be broken. Mm. What are you going to play at instant speed other than Baneslayer Angel? That's relevant. I, there's, there's got to be some stuff. Go like Titan. Uh, yeah. Okay, Titan. But. There's, loads of, more there's, there's a lot of things you, that, that we could sit here all evening and go through every card that we could possibly play. Yeah, but what cards are you gonna want to play at instant speed? Instant speed so much that you run this card in your deck. Narcolepsy. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I know. It doesn't uh, tap it down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you do it at the end of that turn. I suppose. Yeah. Um, no, you, I mean it's just it does. You you cannot deny it doesn't, doesn't have any potential to be broken. Oh, it has potential it. to be playable. I think it will ever be broken. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I say broken, I mean broken so that they find something especially good to do with it. That's not it's beyond the obvious. I, I don't think this is going to be that special. I said I, well, that's what I said. It has potential. I'm saying mm. I think it definitely will do. Mm. I think it will do. Someone yeah, will break it. Are you, are, what are you going to play? At instant speed. That's worth one. One that's high Something that's got coming to play effects. Mm. Doing the into speed may change it up completely. Um, Base layer angel's going to be good because your combo combat. because you can do them at end of turn. Mm. Yeah, I guess polymorph it makes it a bit better. Quite a few things. That's about it. But polymorph, like, not think a real Greg deck. Does make, I think Greg makes a, a, a good point about it. We good in the mirror in yeah. control. But then I don't know what you would do. I mean, it feels awkward well, starting at four these to be good in the mirror. But maybe it's good enough to change it. Mm. I don't know because control mirrors. At the moment, are all coming down to your planeswalkers. And there's a bit of a, uh, a, a mana leak in the format now, though. So that's true. Mm. It's, it's going to go a little bit more obstacle. I don't think it completely. Yeah, the Jasons and the but you can't obviously Gideons. you can't play your Jason and activate it if you flash it in at the end of that turn. No, but it's still funny though. <laughs> 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 I 
Ooh, I, ge I guess one advantage is that you can go end of your turn I'll play a Jace they blow up blow up your Jace and my turn I'll play a Jace bam gets you a little bit ahead a little bit ahead <laughs> yeah but to be honest I think Leyline of Anticipation is overrated <laughs> I've been going through the spoiler when I'm like at work and stuff and being like this card's overrated this card's overrated Ooh, you're saying it's overrated but nobody rated it as amazing mm. unless you're reading Salvation then every card that's ever printed is going to be amazing what's that Bog Hoodlums that goes to the nuts <laughs> <laughs> imagine his synergy with War or something okay I'm not a huge fan of this card I think it has limited application are we on about the card Mass Polymorph <laughs> that one too <laughs> which um, I just thought was a like just people calling it that as you like you know people say Jace is a new Jace or whatever yeah. you know that's not his name his name is Jason Munster this card is actually called Mass Polymorph true does exactly Polymorph what it says on the tin do you want to tell us what it does well yeah it's, it's a f six mana sorcery it's five and a blue um, yes. Polymorph's a sorcery because I said you can polymorph at the end of your turn yeah, with a low line and a low line no, polymorph um, would be really good if it's and in instead of um, destroying a creature like polymorph does it doesn't target it just exiles all creatures you control then you reveal cards from the software library until you find creatures of the amount of what you just exile basically yeah. that's not the exact wording uh, I'll kind of obviously a little bit more specific than that but basically you'll probably be playing your awakening zone and then have a load of little mana dudes out and then go bam and then put like Embrigal, Ulamog, Baneslayer and Siege <laughs> Gang into play or something fun like that. Yeah. But I mean, at six mana it's a lot slower and mm. a lot easier to dictate that's going to come up and a lot easier to mana leak. Yeah. I think this card is halfway between Polymorph and Warp World and it's, and it's worse not than either, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Like Warp World sort of like their bastard child that they don't like <laughs> and they keep it under the stairs when people come to visit Polymorph you can't go like Polymorph obviously you have Polymorph combo that's pretty much the only application of that card really and that you can get you know you go into your Emrakul off of your plant token um, you can't but I, th I don't know I think it's more like Warp World than it is Polymorph and Warp World's good because obviously you build your deck around the Warp World so that you're cascading into uh, so you're um, warp welding into permanence whereas your opponent's getting spells so you get card advantage through that and also you know you, your opponent's going to reveal more land or less land or something you know it, it throws it heavily in your favour because yep. this doesn't have the chance to make your opponent lose things because with warp world you reveal that many cards don't you whereas yeah. this you keep revealing until you've got that number of creatures so um I guess you're never going to be down. You're never going to reveal like loads of land, and then no creatures be like, ah, oh, what a waste of eight mana for your warp world. Um, if you don't have that, because it exiles your creatures as well, so you can't cycle them round. Um, so like you can't go. You got to have multiples of that cre of creatures. That you, so siege gang commander. You know, if you played a siege gang commander, you've got to have another one in there if you want to cycle into it. Um, if you don't have enough creatures left in your library. Uh, you just reveal like cards to the bottom of your library, and then you just you shuffle it. Reveal your whole library to them. To that point. Yeah, uh, and then you shuffle it, all those cards back in. Um, the big problem I have with this is you can only run 
one of each creature. Emrakul. Mm. Well, Emrakul and the other Lamarg legendary ones. And yeah. Because you, d- you don't want to be like, oh yeah, I'll um, polymorph into two Emrakuls. Oh, boom. Mm. So you don't get the turns, you don't get the creatures, and you just screw yourself over. So you can only run one, which means if they can it's deal with it... It's not a problem, though. I mean, that's much like hypergenesis, though. Mm. If you think. No, but hypergenesis you choose, don't you? Yeah, but you run lots of different things for the same reason, that you know that you're yeah. going to get more of them. That's the reason they ran the the Kamigawa guy that can be another guy. Sasha Kima. Yeah. Yeah, but um, that, that's so you can get two progenitors and stuff out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. But um, that's also an extended where Oblivion Ring wasn't such an issue, and now you've got Oblivion Ring. Oh, I'm not comparing the decks, but I'm saying that. No, no, yeah, yeah. Run, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Polymorph in standard was running like three or four Emeralds, wasn't it? Mm. Yes. So that if they deal with one, you've got more. Whereas um, you can't really do there that. There is enough here. fat, fat, fatties that can win the game, though. Yeah, yeah. You'll just play one of each of the big boys and like some other stuff like Bane Slayer and things. Yeah. And if you're only in to get. But the problem is, I think what this does boil down to is you're also only aiming to probably ever get one. So you're actually just aiming yeah. to do Polymorph of two more mana. Yeah, I think. If you build your deck yeah, because right. you don't need to really get one Emrakul with your Polymorph. And yeah, I mean, however, the, the sure God situation win. of getting Emrakul, Ulamog, uh, the other one. <laughs> Kozilek. Kozilek. Kozilek, yeah, that's his name. A Bane Slayer, um, I don't know, a Malakip Love Witch, a Siege Gang Commander. Mm-hmm. Now, these things are all on the play at once. That's yeah. completely and utterly irrelevant. That is the entire definition of win more. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a fun card. I think you have some if you if you gear the deck oh, right for fun. a fun environment, you could have some tremendous fun with that. Um, okay, Merfolk Spy is the next one on the list. Uh, one one Island Walker. When it deals combat damage to a player, that player reveals a card at random from his hand. Another reprint. It's pretty cool. Like irrelevant, yeah. rubbish. Irrelevant for constructed. Irrelevant for limited. And mostly irrelevant for limited. It's got Island Walker, I suppose. If you have like decent equipment or auras or something I mean you yeah, can see you maybe playing in the mirror oh. when you've got yourself like uh, one of those big bad equipments that we'll talk about later yeah like you could drop it early and equip it to him mm. then you yeah. like, that's awesome but not really even then I guess it's a one drop so it's going to get in a few points <laughs> yeah. of damage if they've got islands I mean it's like but then I this core set looks a lot more powerful than the old core set if this was a lot more like yeah. the old you know Enf edition then I would say, oh, maybe. Because like, even things like, um... Raging Goblin. Yeah. Even, like, Raging Goblin's, like, actually not just bad, he's mediocre in, like, um, Nth edition. I would say he was bad in every set of a... No, I don't know. You play him in, you play him in like, a 10th edition draft, and he'd always get, like, 4 or 5 damage in, which is pretty good for one mana guy. But he does not just get blocked after turn 2. No. He doesn't. Really? He really doesn't. Fair enough. Or or he or he he doesn't swing for a turn and then starts catching up again. Like seriously, yeah, I it, guess. it's one of those things where if your opponent, a really probably a this is a uh, we're going about Wimble, it's another Wimble situation. But if your opponent has a had to mulligan a bit, that's when one of these guys get better. But this yeah. card is mostly relevant. I just, I'd, I'd say I this card's better than Raging Goblin. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he gets in for. Like he's unblockable. Unblockable's powerful. Mm. Admittedly, it's only for one damage a turn, but if you can get in for three damage, we've got a lightning bolt. It's the only one we've got. Oh, a lava spike. Uh, 
I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fewer balls. Yeah. Uh, but it's not that exciting. It's um, yeah. it's it's a definition of what spies do in Magic, though, and what rogues usually do in Magic, though. Yeah. So for flavor-wise, it does it does define to a newer person what. Yeah. How that flavor works in Magic. It's, yeah, it's a merfolk rogue, and again, merfolk is not a completely irrelevant ability. No, it's at least mm. as a tribe that matters, I guess. Okay. Um. Yeah. Phantom Beast. Do you want to do this one? Um. This is once again showing the flavor of a creature because it's the. It's an illusion beast. It's a four mana four five, and whenever it becomes a spell, a target of a spell or ability, you have to sacrifice it. Um, which is what all illusions usually do in magic, because you poke them and they're not really there. Didn't this cost one mana less in M10 and have flying? Oh, what is a three four? Yeah, it's, it's different power and toughness. Can you okay. go summer phantasm? That guy. Mm. Yeah, it's a. Th- the- I sorry, I was thinking for a minute there's four five. He was not four five, then. Uh, is the one in Rise of Eldrazi? Is that four five? Mm, don't think so. Phantasmal Abomination. That's a five five for three. Oh, add defender. It's rubbish. Yeah, one last one thing I will say about Phantom Beast is this for the listeners going to the pre-release. If you play with this card, because I think this is. This is solid. You side it out against any pingers or anything. Um, it's, but it's a solid beater. Do you not think? I'm not playing it because I'm probably playing blue-white. If we're on about the pre-release, yeah, maybe because you're playing sealed. Yeah, I yeah. want to fly in, in sealed. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. This is... I mean, this is a decent ground guy to hold while they're swinging with their flyers. Mm-hmm. And while, sorry, while you're swinging your flowers, he holds the ground. He's a... <laughs> when you're f- swinging with your flyers this is yeah. like Siege Mastodon or whatever it's called from M10 yeah. he holds the ground um, big booty but yeah please people don't try and equip this guy the equipability targets him and you have to sack it I've seen it done at the Rise of Eldrazi pre-release I think I actually mentioned it in the podcast um didn't Ian have this at the M10 pre-release with the Phantasmal Abomination or the Ice Cage or something and yeah. equipments please people don't try it <laughs> it doesn't work and you'll ma- just lose your guy and if you're sat across the table from me I will make you put your dude in the graveyard and point and laugh yeah learn what your cards do at least tell us afterwards so we can laugh yeah and just be thankful I'm not Cedric Phillips because he'll probably try and shove out a good bum or something. <laughs> um, you love Cedric Phillips, I, eh? I love Cedric Phillips. I think he's great. Um, Can we talk about redirection now, please, sir? Redirection. Go. Okay. Um, some people said this is a new twin cast. Um, <coughs> it's sort of another one. This is cool, though. It's a blue and a blue. And it's an instant. And it says, you may choose new targets for target spell. So it's like a, uh, it's roughly a counter spell. It's a counter spell for a counter spell. It's yeah. It's a less expensive deflection. Yeah. Uh, well, was, um, was deflection. It was three and three colourless and one blue. Target spell has a new target effectively. If I remember. Okay. Well, I, I guess misdirection's the free one, isn't it? I will. Um, uh, I guess I will direct this to the conversation I was going to have earlier about how old school you are, because that's that's the old one. How long, what set is that? Ice Age. Yeah. What, then, Misdirection? What we had recently, though. Swerve. 
No, 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 that's blue and red, so this really doesn't help my cause. That shows <laughs> that they do both. Was Shunt. That was the last card that did the same thing as this, which was oh, one yeah. and red, red. But it's gone back to blue now. They've flipped it back to the old school. Well, I'd say it's old... more blue in flavour. Well, yeah, but this is where we, our magic has changed. Yeah. Because yeah. Twin Cast... And then changed back again. Yeah. <laughs> twin Cast was once red. Basically, because it was fork. Mm. Essentially. Now it's red again, which we'll get to later. Um, and this spell <laughs> was red before, and before that it was blue. So they've... Mm. Um, Mucking around with a colour part. Yeah, so redirection and um, copying spells mm. is is it, basically. It's blue-red. Um, their decision on which one's which, they've flipped around. But they've sort of done this with green and white with some stuff as well. Um so yeah but anyway this, uh, going back to what this spell does um, in a lot of cases it's going to be better than Negate so places it's not going to work like Negate um, but I think it's good I think I'd like to play it I think yeah Negate's better um, like, yeah I agree the, the times that you're going to use this on your opponent's Blightning and make them discard and take three it's going to be far outweighed by the time they play and they mind spring and then you're like oh crap I've got a card the issue with this card um, much like Wild Ricochet (laughs) is that um, a lot of cards do also say target opponent not target player yeah Um, the ones that you would love to redirect it's good against Lightning Bolt yeah I mean Um, it's good against lots of removal removal spells Um, if they've got the dudes that's why I say it's a lot like Negate um, and a lot of the time could be better but, but then I sometimes it can just not work and it'll be a dead card when the game yeah. will hardly ever be. And that's his problem. An Get in the polymorph though. mirror. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Be like, steal your polymorph. Mm. But once again, a situation where you hope you have a guy on that point. Yeah. Should have one on turn one you if you're doing it right. should have one of Omens out or something, probably. But I like this polymorph card. Polymorph doesn't want of Omens. No, you should have it though. No, no, in I'm the mirror. Yeah. No, in the mirror. You won, haven't you? Huh? Yeah, you good. That's you what I mean. It's good in the polymorph. Bam. Yeah. Um, there you go. But you know, polymorph, polymorph's not a real deck. So, <laughs> well, you have two of them at the table. Fair point. Next card is Scroll Thief. Greg, you haven't told us a card in a while. We, we, we talked about this one. Last Did week. we? Yes. Okay. What haven't we talked about? Sleep. Uh, dead time reversal. Oh, we talked about all these. Time shirt. Have we not? Because we have. It was on last week. I don't think we talked about it. I think we? we did. Yes, we did. Because we argued about. Um, I, I talked about why is it 22, 22 oh yeah you, we and then you again held me up for speaking in dollars on to black so what's new in black then let's go through dark tutelage or as I found out from you Bob in an enchantment <laughs> uh, is uh, two and a black an enchantment is a rare at the beginning of your upkeep reveal the top card of your library and put the card into your hand you lose life equal to its converted mana cost so over to you Chad what thoughts on this one it's like um, Dark Confident and Enchantment. Hence where the Bob came from. Um, but it's not quite as good as Dark Confident, obviously. A one mana more, B doesn't have a 2 1 body. And it's harder to get rid of. But it is hard to get rid of. Um, it means that it looks like Mono Black Control might be a deck. Well, I we spoke about this, didn't we? I hope it is, at least. I think you've certainly got potential with this. But how would if you were Mono Black, how would you get rid of it? Don't want to. Yeah, but when you're getting low on life, you're going to want to start getting rid of it. Game. So that's your uh, get out clause. No, you you basically will make sure that you build your deck that it won't kill you. Ah, oh, cunning. 
Well, I mean, it might do, but that's the same as that's the same as Bob. So, Lennox, um, what's your thoughts on Dark Tutelage? Like, I like the spell. I think Mono Black Control might eventually be a deck again. Um, okay, I, I, t- I tweeted about this on my Twitter. I don't remember reading that. Go. Um, I said that this card will be overrated. It's a really good card, but I think it'll be overrated. And I said something along the lines of it'll be more overrated than Time Reversal. I now listen to the podcast where they actually spoil it because I saw the card before I listened to the podcast and Connie Woods and Gavin Verhey on there and they they talk they mention what I was worried about and so I, I actually take that back because I don't think it'll be overrated because a lot of people obviously listen to her podcast uh, the worry that I had was that people compare this to Bob because of its ability yeah rather than Perexian Arena Oh yeah, Which I mean, is enchantment it is, and its I mean, cost. It, it, because it's enchantment, it is Bob Frex Arena. I mean, it, it is Bob and an enchantment. It's a reverse Magus, isn't it, in a way? Yeah, I mean, I was worried that people would look at it as a Bob and think of it in the same capacity you because of its ability, but that's completely wrong. It's mm. Obviously, it doesn't fill the same role in a deck as Bob does. No, I mean, like, um, why well, say it could be Bob, and that's the reason I instantly think it would be Mono Black Control. I mean, Bob can be played in Zoo and other decks because mm, you don't yeah. worry. Um, well, Bob is used as, he's a guy, he comes down on turn two, obviously, where this doesn't quite as easily. But Bob draws you a couple of cards over the course of the game, or uh, sort of while he's out. He's going to die. It's easier to kill anyway and he gets yeah. into combat mm. um, so he's going to draw you a couple of cards for two mana and or maybe getting a couple of damage whereas Perexian Arena comes down and it draws you cards and it gives you a bit of advantage for a resource each turn um, and this is obviously a lot more like Perexian yeah and more painful mm. I mean Arguably, also I, I, you know, I was joking with Greg but uh, it is right it can also kill you as well a lot more likely to than the Perexian Arena would have done yeah, whatever. but um, I mean, with Bob, you had it in Rakdos Ten. Do you remember that deck? Yeah. With um, Greta Gargadon. So you can put big spells in. But I um, think you would avoid it though. Yeah, like yeah. if you want to get us down to Perexia, Perexian Arena on average, if you can. So you're going to be running ones uh, and two drops. I think it's going to be nearly impossible or. to do. So you're only taking one. Yeah, well, don't forget land. Obviously, deal you zero. They take up about a third of your deck. Yeah, more than that. But so I mean, um, I t- I think it's hard. I think you will get around about two. Mm. Do you yeah, it will probably be one point five two, depending on what you want to run. I don't think not being able to play this on turn three two is the biggest problem, though. I think that is a kick in the teeth. Mm. No, no. I mean, it doesn't um, make it that I much. I think of the difference. sword deck that we'll be playing this, so it's probably going to be one of the players ever playing Chalice turn two, maybe or something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, um, like I say, Perexian Arena, you played on turn three. That's what I'm saying. I was yeah, worried yeah. that people were going to look at this like Bob. Oh, I mean, your immediate... Well, like, my immediate thing was saying it was Bob, but that's because it is, in a way. Mm. It's his ability. Yeah, I mean, but this it's, is not it's not like Bob. It doesn't fill the same role as no, no, no. Bob the card does. It fills the role that Perexian Arena would, which is what I was worried about and why I thought it'd be... Probably not... Overrated is probably the wrong word, but why I thought much it'd be... Misinterpreted? Like, misinterpreted. Much like... Um, but luckily, Colin, uh, Connolly and Gavin cover that. Much mm. like ad nauseum, people are like, oh, mate, it's like Bob. It's like it's really nothing like Bob. Yeah. Mm. Um, this is at least slightly more like Bob. But uh, um, but it also, it has slot. awesome art. 
It does. It does. I actually really, really um, love the art on this card. It looks really good. The problem with this card is if you're going to put it in um, sort of mono black control, especially post rotation, you're going to uh, lose a lot of life, aren't you? Well, you're going to want to put in things like Grave Titan, uh, Corrupt, uh, Mind Sludge. Are you actually going to want to put Corrupt in? Well, looking at old decks, I, I think Corrupt's fine. Uh, in mono black control, you'd run corrupt. Why wouldn't you? It's an absolute. Wing console, it's be. massive. Um, you might be like trying to go down uh, a sort of route where you've got. It's still a little bit more beatdownish, much like control decks are these days. Anyway, they're still a little bit more beatdown than they used to be. You might be that's wanting not to control, put though, is it? I mean, no. I'm talking about mono black control. No, yeah, no, I am on about control. I'm just saying, like, you, you, the, the formats these days are a lot more dude and oriented than they were before. Mm. Well, they're trying to. Yeah. Do you think, like, but before a blue white control deck would play a creature, maybe two? No, they play quite a lot, unless they're playing big bomby things that make all creatures a lot of the time. Planeswalkers are sort of also taking that role, but much like a charmer, so I guess. But well, I if mean, you look like, at blue I'm white thinking control, that you might be playing your uh, Abyssal Persecutor or something like that. Yeah. I mean, or Abyssal Persecutor is four mana. Mm. Yeah, four or, your, uh, or your Phylactery Lich. I know we've talked about that card, yeah. No, but again, that's three mana. You're taking a bolt to the face. Yeah, and that's the reason. I don't know. The once again, you do dangerously start going to more of a suicide black at that point. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously, for a more aggro base where you're running things like uh, blood. Oh oh god, what's the guy that you hate? Bloodgust. I don't hate that. (laughs) I just end up starting out every game I played with it. But if you're gonna go to an aggro sort of like. Bloodgast and um, you know sort of aggro black with this. Well, there's guy. A, there's also another card that we will yeah. get to towards the end of this, but uh, but um, yeah, I think if you're going mono black control, drawing cards is fine, obviously, but it's gonna restrict you on playing your corrupt. Oh right, well, okay, five of Flores style snap judgment. What dark tutelage. Yeah, go. Role player. Yeah, I agree. I think it's I mean, it's, it's a strong it card. The definition of what role player is. Yeah, I mean, hmm. he's not flagship by any means. No, he's role player, or potential role player. Let's put it that way, potential yeah. role player, because it's gonna get but played it, in a lot of decks. The reason it's, it's more interesting staple. though is that there is at least more than one role it will fulfil, or at least more than one deck it will fulfil the role in. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's so. but it's not. You don't auto staple it into a deck. It's no, a role no, player. No, no. In the decks it's in, and it'll make archetypes possible. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not they're tier one or not is yet to be seen. But well, it makes it using vampire aggro, but you just shown your your rate point there is not going to be a tier top tier well, one deck. Is the it? problem with the aggro route is this is an enchantment. Yeah. So on turn body, three, you want to be playing a body. I, I prefer which this is why card, Bob's good. I prefer for having this card in my mono black deck while tendrils of corruption is still around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> you'll be pl- and you're playing your. Um, the 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 rebound card as well. Villain swipe. Not <laughs> 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 Uh You know what I'm on about? They sack a guy. Consumer vapors. Consuming vapors. That's a good. Yeah, cause all that sort of thing is fine. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any more I can say on this card. Uh, Moving on, I guess. It's the obligatory um, sh- demon, rubbish demon that um, wizards seem to do, and. Oh, so I lean across the room to try and tell you what it is. It's called Demon of Death's Gate. 
and it's six and three black creature demon it's a rare oh mythic is that mythic from here mythic yeah, rare mythic. you may pay six life and sacrifice three black creatures rather than play demon of the death's gates casting cost it has flying and trample and it's nine nine not that impressed. It's a bit poor. It's so poor. this is the big black mythic to yep. replace Nocturnus. Yes. How do you feel about that? I feel violated. This guy is the reason you're down a booster. I feel this is the only thing that upsets me about the set so far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really annoying. Mm. The immediate thing I could think of, of get, I was like, three, li- three little black guys. How can I get three little black guys to take a bit of blossom? But even then, I'm like. <laughs> nine damage. <turn laughs> five. Yeah. I've just taken nine damage to play this guy. And then it's just gonna path him anyway. Yeah, or <laughs> path or other summon it with Jace. It's just yeah, it's just it's rubbish. Unfortunately, he is a massive casual card. It's got an alternate casting cost, a big body, and lots of coloured mana symbols, which is what the Johnny's I will tell you one like. time I will play him though. That is in the mid. Yes. Really? I've oh yeah, I guess hard casting. Well, I don't know how. If I get him at the I don't know how fast this. I in will sealed, rip it yeah. up. Yeah, in sealed, sealed. definite, because it's slower. I don't know how fast drafting would be. Nine mana might be too slow. I no, think I, mean, I might be no, getting no, too slow. You're, you're interpreting that I rip it up as in cool. No, I'd actually rip it up. Would you? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would then I would you stomp know, off in you, disgust. You, uh, where do you place these three releases? <laughs> 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 because a nine nine flying trampler. Do you know what that does? Do you know what that does, Greg? Wins games. Wins games. You only need to hit with this guy once to win. Really. Win. So, I mean, yeah, other than that, I don't know. I mean, I'm complacent with playing Pelica Worms and stuff right now, so yeah. <laughs> it's nine mana doesn't scare me anymore. Um, but however, it probably will do a draft, I reckon, in this format. Mm. It's sealed, however, it doesn't. I think you play it then. But yeah. We'll see. It's what a mythic should be, though. I mean, people complain yeah, about definitely. mythics not being mythic enough, and he yeah. is. He's a big, scary, cool demon with, like, a weird ability. Yeah, like a, Yeah. But yeah, I, don't I like think to play he's, it. he's got all the hallmarks of a massive casual Johnny card massive black um yeah so this is your mythic guy um gutted diabolic tutor talk to reprint nothing we were talking four about mana search so we talked about it yeah we talked about him yeah, and doom blade okay that's Wait, grave titan we talked about the titan cycles did this is my new favourite titan I said last week or last cast I would rather have the red one than this guy no this is wrong I would rather have the black one is that just because Patrick Chapin swayed you? Partly. A lot of people have said this, and I'm just like, they're making really good points. I'm like, yeah, Chapin's one of them, obviously. The more and more I look at the other Titans, bar the blue one, the more and more I'm actually not so bored about Sun Titan. Which is a. What do you mean? You pref- like Sun Titan? Yeah, I like Sun Titan, but I'm not, I don't think he's as powerful as the green, the black, or, or even maybe the red one. Um, mm. I'd say the black one's the best. Yeah, but the green, uh, the green one's really best. closer. Then the white. Uh, the green I still think the green might be good. better. The green amazing. The green yeah. one's good, but how? when you're on six mana, how much do you want to be ramping? All I know is what annoys me about Grave Titan is he has Death Touch and it's completely irrelevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not anymore if you give him Trample. Thank you, Pat Chapin. <laughs> this is true. If he has Trample, he only has to deal one why point. Why are you giving him Trample? Why not? <laughs> it's a 6-6 six, six guy. green, black and overrunning with your Garrick. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, because you, if you overrun with Garrick with just this guy in play, you're going to be dealing an extra nine damage because <laughs> of the two guys that he gives you. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, definitely. But anyway, yeah, the green and black one are the tops. <laughs> Actually, I really want to put this in a deck with Garrick now. 
That's not even the best thing. I was just joking. <laughs> That's like your ultimate sealed for though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I was just hoping this boots back, and there's a gap. Oh, no, but this is a great time. With a foil uh, garrick in the back. No, and I'll then, you, and black, then you don't open a green black land because there isn't one. Woohoo! It's fine. I'm okay with not opening green black. Land. You open a few terramorphic expanses or whatever they decide to put in. Yeah. <laughs> if they do, we'll right. get to the lands in a bit. Um, Leyline. Leyline the Void is back. This is good. Basically says, fuck you, Vengevine. Dredgevine? Yeah, mm. you weren't there last week, were you? I took Jund up against Dredgevine mm. for a, what an hour, hour and a half. And well, I won first of all, it entered the room and sat across from me, <laughs> just playing my, you know, semi-competitive vampire deck. And unfortunately, the pilot who was playing Dredgevine, he lost a lot because he's rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> then he got Didn't you say that you thought he just sat down with a draft? Well, deck okay. Or a well, first of all, I knew about Dredgevine. But I wasn't completely sure on the deck, and all I saw him do throughout the game, because he didn't discard anything relevant until like about round two or something. Like, just playing a load of looters, I was like, I just thought maybe he was just playing a load of looters, and then like thought that was good. <laughs> 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 then he discarded the Avenger, and I was like, no, oh, he's actually playing a real sort of deck, just badly. He <laughs> <laughs> like he just kept the worst. Possible and then I hand. played it against him, and I completely stomped all over him. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, they took it away. Well, then Noob Mike picked it up because Tom had to go. Who, Tom's the guy whose deck it is. Um, and I just proceeded to lose all is but he one Noob game. Tom, do you feel? Like, one game, I kept t- the first game I kept a two lander, which was just, you know, if I had, if I drew the red source in my first two turns, I, it just was nuts. Did you was a two land no ramping growth? Yeah. Oh, I would do that. But it had Lightning Bolt, which oh, is really oh, good against that deck oh, if they get a turn. Oh, I would do that. Well, no, because he got a turn two looter, then turn three, uh, alchemist to bounce my leech, then turn four, alchemist to bounce my leech. And I'm just like, this is really annoying. But if I had the red source, if I'd drawn it, I'd be like, bolt your looter, make sure alchemists are now grey ogres. Well done. But, um, yeah, so that was my bad. And then the second game, I kept a two land by accident because I misread a proxy. I thought it was a Raging Ravine, but it was a Blood <laughs> <laughs> So that was like a non-game. <coughs> and then I won the next one, because I was on the play and just got the nuts hand. He got jundid, and then I lost every game. And I was like, I don't know how I beat this deck. It's and this is how! <laughs> it is, but uh, I suppose it doesn't actually do... <sighs> now hear me out before you... And I'm looking at you, Chad, but not looking at you, before you come in and say what I'm saying is not what I'm saying. But basically, it doesn't do anything by itself to deal with the Venge Vine, does it? If what you need is you need something else with it to kill the Venge Vine for it to really, to re- for it to really shine. It, it locks yeah, out no, you the Venge Vines. Uh, what Lennox is all about, though, is the Dredge Vine deck currently Discards doesn't even it. play green. No, yeah, no, it um, so idea is to just get them from the grave, um, yeah. much like a Dredge deck or something like that, which is reasonably on the void is is good yeah. now anyway, yeah. but in other formats. Voices. Um, I've already got four. Um, Woohoo! Woo-hoo! You've got myself. four. What? I've already got four. Oh, what? Well, voids. Yeah. Cool. So it means I don't have to spend. And I think they're going for about four pounds. Four quid. Four, four, four pounds each. Four English pounds. Um, yeah, this doesn't shut down Benchvine purely on its own. Like it doesn't it's get rid of the yeah. Benchvines, mm. but it means that they can't discard them they can't survival of the fittest which we'll get to later mm. yeah um, because um, there might be a tool to fight it but they've got a tool to play with yeah. a reason to be playing forest and it just it makes the makes um, 
Benchvine a 4-3 with haste for 4 mana which is still good but it's nowhere Not near as good as, as, good as, as yeah, yeah. it was so I'm pleased they're back love this card um, uh, I, I think it's definitely it. needed especially for double standard for the new extended format oh yeah totally it yeah, means things like this mana gonna, yeah fairies gonna love it isn't it yeah do you know what I love more though what the next card that we haven't talked about in the spoiler in black oh Begins with an N. Oh, uh, a little bit of, I said earlier, a little bit of sex week came out when this came back, and it's absolutely fantastic. I literally got so excited. Yeah. Hey, John, tell us what it is. Nakito Shade. Two black. Cre- it's a creature, obviously, and it's rare. Uh, one black, and it gets plus one, plus one to the end of turn, and it's two one. Absolutely fantastic. Now, like I said to Greg, when he said... I can't remember what you t- actually text me, but I was like, yeah, this guy's a nuts. I-, I play him in, in Legacy. Obviously not when I play Goblins. That'd be rubbish. No. But I play this guy in Evergreen and it's just the nuts. Like, it's so yeah. good. This it's is the most aggressive black creature ever. Like, yeah. yeah. It, this is the guy that's going to go in that aggressive deck with your Bloodgasts and your Dark Tutelage. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have so much fun playing that deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, Absolutely fantastic card. Uh, loved it when it first came out in Torment. Which reminds me, I've also had four of these. <laughs> but nice. what I what makes me happy is this card's reprinted, and I think it's a perfect opportunity for reprinted because it's not too powerful. Yeah, it's a good. It's, it's strong. Really strong, really strong. But creatures have got so much stronger over the past few years that this isn't yeah. going to make you go. You know, this is not better than removal stronger range or whatever. It's going to get killed by even green spells, unfortunately, now. Unless you've got Swamps to pump it back up. We'll, we'll get to that <laughs> later. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm going to go out on a limb, though, and say that this will never die to Hornet Sting outside of Limited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But it is awesome. Um, and it also... I don't know if I did say last show. I know I've said it in real life, but black seems like it's the bottom of the pile at the moment of, color, of the colour pie. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's mm. it's the uh, the weak child at the moment. It's the little runt. Yeah, and um, I first think it's got some old school help. First pickable in draft. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, especially if I'm not as mono rares in the middle. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> mono black is. I, I mean, mono just black was really way, good it's going to be a, it's going to be a strong. I think it's going to be good in this as well. Um. You get some really spendy skeletons and stuff. This, yeah, I like yeah. it. Grave digger, yeah. Get the demon out. Doom blade. Corrupt. So does Nantuka Husk? We got to talk about Nantuka Husk. That's a real card. Mm. Does Nantuka Shade get six thumbs up from uh, protection from noob? It does six double. It does and a, and a couple toes. Couple of couple of odd toes. Couple of big toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, going through mono black doesn't seem that great in limited at the moment. Like looking at commons and uncommons. Um, from what we've seen. Um, next card, Necrotic Plague. Did we not talk about this? Card? I thought we did. Did we? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's boring. Then. Oh, the next card excites me. Oh, uh, uh, especially with the next coming set coming up. I think this is going to be a Phallus Lactory Lich. <laughs> what did you just Phallus say? Phallus Lactory. Okay, for English people, that's phylactery. It's not uh, trying to get the word penis in there. <laughs> it's actually a word. What phylactery? Yeah, yeah. What does it yeah, mean? That's that's what okay. um, liches um, keep their souls in a phylactery fantasy what will be the word fantasy tropes 101 for Greg here <laughs> also Greg um, if you play Warhammer 40,000 
Yes. Yes. Um, Necrons. Yes. You know those guys. Yes. They have a war gear option called phylactery. That's the one way it comes back to life and you can have more wounds. Oh. It's the same sort of thing. So it's to be that that's where they keep their, soul. their mortal souls in. Oh, and okay. so you destroy the phylactery. And they die. And they'll die. They'll die. A bit like a Dorian Gray picture type thing. Yeah. Ah, right, got you. Yes. So and this um, is what this card does in magic form. Because it's... It's Necromana for a 5-5. Five five. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, put a Phallist counter on an artifact you control. Phylactery Lich is indestructible. When you control no permanents with a phylactery counter on them, sacrifice phallus lich. And he's a 5-5. Five five. So, mm. yeah, basically, like a phylactery, he, um, he is immortal until somebody smashes that thing. He's which is most weakness. likely going to be your ever-flowing chalice. Or your, oh my god, you can play this with, like, the border post, innit? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not so great And then they'll mail to pulse you and blow up your land and... And kill your land. And we're going to start this conversation... No one cares. You got five, five for three. Yeah, I really don't care if they blow. Like if they blow you out, that sucks. But it's not a reason to not play this card. Yeah, but they blow up your five, five for three. Though. Mm. No, but I, I don't think that's a reason not to play this card. No, no, I, no, I no, agree. No. But I don't think you. You hoped you do definitely. You, you make your deck different. It's yep. not just going to go to black deck. Mostly because why? If you don't have any facts, you're going to not be able to play. No, it's this. This um, going to dedicate. Yeah. Which makes him interesting, but he's so aggressive. Um. And yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to play him. He's a grower, I reckon. He'll seriously grow once we know what's yeah, within scars, scars and scars has lots of artifacts in which it means it should do. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, it was, yes. But it was. Um, yeah, the, the problem with this is at the moment you're going to have to run bad artifacts. Mm. You're going to make your deck weaker as a whole to uh, run this yeah, card. Yeah, I mean, because the only. Especially would, on turn three. I partly disagree with you. Really? Because uh, yeah, I would say that you weren't if you were, but the, the deck that he wants to go in would wouldn't want to be the deck that you'll be running his artifacts in. If that makes any sense, like the ever flowing chalice decks aren't the aggro decks, and you want to be playing as a guy in aggro deck. I feel. Yeah, but that's what I mean. You're going to have so, yeah, to yeah, weaken so, you know, your you deck. Right, like, that's the reason I mean, like you won't weaken your deck if you start trying to plonk this guy in your uh, mono black control you're trying to build. Why not? Because your monoblack control is probably going to play oh, Everflowing chalice. chalice or something anyway. But you can't just run four Everflowing Chalice and no, hope to get this guy. As well, that'd be enough. Um, I you don't know. know. It's not Basilisk like colours, anyone? Yeah. Huh? This, that's the aggressive card that it will go with. Basilisk Collar? Basilisk Collar. Yeah, Basilisk Collar's okay, I guess. <laughs> really? Okay, you guess? Yeah, no, but you don't really want to be running more than two Basilisk Collar. No. And you haven't got the stone for this guy. This guy is going to be a lot like. No, you probably won't. Um, Tombstalker when he was a standard. Yeah. Not when he was in leg. Not in legacy because you just play four because you can reliably go and play him turn two or three. But like, you only play two of them or something like that in standard because it was self defeatist. You know that you 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 know you, know, you can cast him for cheap. Mm. And the same way, like this guy, if you're going to have four of them, you're going to never have enough artifacts out because your deck's going to have less space for them. If that makes any sense. It's almost like or you're going to have to run twelve artifacts, and only three of them are, or four of them are really worth playing your deck anyway. Yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah. to get this guy reliably, you're going to have to run artifacts that you wouldn't otherwise run at the moment, yeah. and that's going to make your deck weaker. But I'm sure there is a uh, there's things that you would like to. I like this card. Um, it's I, I would say that this is highly overrated at the moment when Scars comes out. I don't out know if it's overrated. I, I think I don't mind. I, I haven't read anywhere going it's the nuts. Oh, some people do, but that's just some people's immediate reaction to every card. I mean, they <laughs> they do that with like showed I don't know. Evan Owen. 
they just you never know we would say that about any brand he got but um, scared. this is amazing lols <laughs> mega lols but um, um I think that this is one of, another one of the more perfect new cards of like it's got the flavour to a T and it definitely has the potential of being massively it's powerful. a rare isn't it not mythic is it rare it's, it's rare, rare yeah mm. But it's one of those. But, yeah, but I mean, potential. the flavour thing isn't just for mythics, you know. But that's what mm. they're trying to go to this old school fantasy. Mm. It wasn't. Yeah. A com- it's, I thought a, mo- a quite commonly known thing. Obviously, not massively commonly known because you didn't know about it, Greg. But uh, what a phylactery was. But I mean, it's a little bit odd. I mean, to be fair, like. Yeah. Nope. No, I. Uh, snap judgment. I'd say possible sleeper. <laughs> I would say look at Five Flores' his article because actually it was awesome. What did he about write about? Phylactery, yeah. Oh, he did, didn't he? He did an article. He listed the cards that you possibly play with him. He yeah. said he was like a. He said he was like. And then Pat Chapin said he was in his article. Pyrex Negator used to call it, wasn't he? Yeah, because that's what Pyrex Negator used to be a five mana three C. Mm. Uh, three mana five five. But then Pat Chapin wrote an article today about how when you review this card, you shouldn't just write lists. Oh, little turf war going on there. Well, Ooh. you know. But yeah, I uh, yeah, go read Flores. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Quag- Flores, he said it was, I said he think he said possible flagship. Did he? he did, yeah. Really? I wouldn't have this down as flagship. I'd say this no, is No, 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 but he didn't have a flagship. He had it down as possible flagship. Uh, I'd have this down as possible sleeper. Possible <laughs> You're just asleep, you don't even get possible. It's okay, possible he sleeper. Po- I'm assuming by him playing possible flagship is that right now, like right this very second, he's definitely not a flagship. You've got to think of a deck to put him in. I think in the future, especially with Scars coming out, he might just be a dude that's in most black decks. Do you not think? I think so. Yeah, well, I guess that's the set. Possible sleeper, possible flagship. Yeah, but that's the way it is. I like him. He's definitely a good card. He just might be one of those good cards that doesn't see play. Even though that might be an oxymoron. Yeah, um, but he well, is one I'm wondering the stars have to align for this card to be good. Yeah, but if and they I mean, do, and I mean then sometimes things don't find their place. It might not. It might end up only finding its place in older formats. I mean, Toonstalk was much like that. Going back to him again, he didn't really get that much play in standard, and he's like one of the most powerful creatures in Legacy. Uh, next one. card, Quag, Quag sickness. sickness. This for about five seconds, I fist pumped and was like, "Yes, doesn't matter. Tendrils is gone." Then I went, "Actually, yeah, so it does." Um. <laughs> Yeah, because it's two and a black enchantment speed. Uh, creature, so it's an aura, um, and it says that the creature gets minus one, minus one for each one we control. So it will kill stuff in the same way Tendrils does. Not into speed, as I hear cry, but and you uh, don't not as worth But there's no life gain from it, and actually that is a massive part of Tendrils' corruption. Um, yeah. I'm just going to look up. A your card. only chance of being able to win things like a, the red deck matchup right now with vampires, for instance, is drawing your Tendrils. Um, so I see myself playing this in um, when I'm playing Mono Black and Limited I'm definitely playing it even though I'm playing Black and a bit I think I'll probably play it as long as there's a lot of swamps to my deck Constructed though It reminds me well for Limited it reminds me of Cage Maru's Clutch from Kamigawa which was 3 and a black enchanted creature gets minus X minus X where X is the number of cards in your hand and it also reminds me of Flowstone Embrace Yes uh, do you remember that from Time Spiral, the future site for the um, so. tap? Yeah, which is just going to be as a removal, so you're going to play it on something that you kill as soon as it resolves. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. So the fact it's an aura seems 
largely irrelevant. It's makes well, no, it but, no, better but, than a sorcery, the, and that's it. Yeah, but the I- the idea is that yeah, I mean, this could easily be a sorcery, but it's a little bit different. Um, Not that impressed. Well, um, I think it's strong. It's a strong removal spell, but it's never yeah. going to get struck by anything really. There's another reason. It might end up being in the side wall for something because there might be something you're needing to minus one, minus one, some instructional guys or something. Yeah. Um, but really, I don't know. No, I don't. I think another reason why mono black might be a good limited archetype, but then it doesn't seem strong enough to really force yeah. that archetype. Well, corrupting this, pretty good card in the mid. Yeah. And um, that other shade, the one, the two two fly five. So it, mono black makes him better. Um, the last card in black that we haven't talked about yet is that's what I'm talking about. Oh, we're not okay. Okay. Um, next card, relentless rats. My uh, question is why? Mm, I, I don't no really idea. see the point. It's flavorful. Sort of. I mean, I don't know. It's not. I mean, <laughs> mono like black again in limited. Well, hey, it's like, <laughs> seven, it's like, but really, I mean, no. limited. You're allowed to play more than four of anyway. <laughs> so it's that's irrelevant. I mean, uh, if Mike said to me today, "Oh, maybe they're preprint framing stone and scars mirrored," like sort of jokingly, and I was like, even if they were to do that, that would be rubbish because it'd be like play an old combo deck that wasn't even that good. Again, <laughs> that's not original. That's not very fun. Um, I don't know. I don't really understand why this card is in there. I was hoping that when this card was um, spoiled, that it was wrong. But no, it's not. Unfortunately, it's a bit of a lazy card, isn't it? I just rather have a just a uh, corset. I don't know. I'd rather have someone else. <laughs> I, I guess maybe it's a huge or a big casual player's favourite card. I just rather have a you know a classic old discard a card style rat. Yeah. Rather than this guy in that slot. But you know, the what last card though. One last card in black. Uh, fills the space of what we were hoping Nocturnus was going to take until uh, <laughs> Mary weed on our fireworks. Yeah, and I think uh, they weed on a little bit more because we said it could have been a risk. Yeah, this. I well, we said it could have been aristocrat, and it was not, which I'm glad. Pile However, I'm not really sure if this is really that much better. Viscera mm. uh, Seer is black for a one-one. Sacrifice a creature, scry one. So These cards are awful. It's terrible. Mm. I mean, Actually like, terrible. the only time that's ever going to be good is your guy's going to die. And, and that's not even good. You I can't mean, stack like, damage anymore. No, but I was thinking, if your guy's going to die anyway, you get to scry one just before he dies, but, like, <laughs> really, you're going to pay a black man to do that at the beginning of the game. Exactly. Like, this just seems like a waste I'm of time. simply speechless about this card. This, this is basically one black mana. Sorcery, scry one as and far as I'm concerned. Maybe f- gain three life. Well, or something. The, it's like the funny thing about it is that <laughs> even less likely to play it now without Nocturnus because at least if you, that guy got plus two plus one to fly, it'd be right. <laughs> but he can't. So I mean, like I don't know. You're just never going to want to play it. Like oh, combo why? though with um, captivating vampire. You can steal their guy and then sacrifice it to scry one. Woo! I'd rather <laughs> just hit them with it because that turn I got the five vampires probably stealing their base layer or something. Yeah, this guy's rubbish. I mean, I it's don't see the point. I don't even really understand the flavour of it, really, but... Oh, he's looking at the insides of animals. 
Yeah, but this annoys me because it's the one non-sky, uh, non-blue sky card, and I said that there would not be none. <laughs> <out by the laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. And so they I get proved, I get proved wrong by a one-one scry one rubbish creature. Yeah, this card's a little depressing. I don't understand why you'd want to pay all that mana for that awesome creature you cast, and instead, you know what? I just felt like looking at the top card of my library instead. You know, there's a, there's a, why not a four position? Who cares about that? Knowing the next card I'm going to draw, or or maybe rubbish. not bother drawing. Let's, uh, let's, let's look at that. That's just rubbish. I can see one application of this card um, in coaster. Limited. All oh, right. <laughs> a coaster was my application for it, because, you know, I don't like him, the soggy, wet table. <laughs> I'd rather his Do you know what I'm using as a bookmark at the moment? One with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you did actually do that. Awesome. Um, sometimes some combos need a sack out. Let's say we'll fulfill a role like that. It's um, a one mana sack. But the problem there, is, you prefer having sack out with, like, say, Gargadon in the past, where they can't do anything about it really. So I think we can take a break there. Uh, we'll come back with another part two of the podcast, where we'll cover red cards, green cards, artifacts, and lands, and uh, then we'll do the wrap up. So uh, we'll see you again in part two.